0: Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zab, and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry and this is episode 58. It's great to be back again with another solo episode. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. These episodes are especially designed for you, the business owner, and today I want to talk about being the leader, being the business owner. Small businesses these days are very different to years ago. The boss was feared employees would leave as they felt undermined and so inferior within a business. It was a d- often dreaded to go have to go to work and absenteeism was common. Small businesses have come a long way. Employers need to focus on the new vision, the new business culture, and this starts at the top. Leading by example has become more common in business. Showing your employees that you are prepared to roll up your sleeves and get the job done. Show them that you can work beside them and lend a hand when the chips are down. This could be cleaning, this could be answering the phone, it could be making a client a cup of coffee, whatever it takes. In the past, this was unheard of. It was the junior that swept the floor and cleaned the windows. And I remember the apprentice hairdresser swept all day after the qualified professionals, including the head stylist, and then they progressed to doing shampoos and assisting with foils. And apprenticeships, you know, there were four years and in the first two years, they really didn't get any experience other than cleaning and and being a lackey. This then resulted in becoming more and more common for apprentices not to finish their trade and actually be unqualified and not lead to the career and the opportunity. They got turned off. They didn't want to be involved anymore because of the way that they were treated these days, schools are often rushing students through with some kind of service, kind of apprenticeship, you know, these, these money-making businesses in the education department to get these people through. But all I see is a revenue stream. There's no team. There's no hands-on sometimes in some of these corporations that are claiming to be giving education. For those that still hire apprentices, good on you, embracing our youth with careers and purpose. For the employee, it's that hit a pot of gold, that rare opportunity to become qualified from a real tradesperson and be mentored every step of the way. And it doesn't matter what industry this is, we can embrace those that have no or limited skills. The right opportunity for the right person will reward your business tenfold. Employing older staff that come with life experience and great work ethics can assist a small business in meeting its targets. You can't go past the right employee with the right work ethic. And this ranges from the older ones that have that experience to the younger ones that want to be given a go. So if you have them, you need to cherish them. And I don't mean give them everything, and I don't mean spoil them, but let them know that they're valued. Thank them at the end of each day. When they kick a goal, acknowledge it with them. Show them that they matter and their contributions are appreciated. When they're struggling, spend some time with them. Help them through those difficult times and show them that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Because you see, as the leader, not only do you need to lead by example, but you need to give empathy and understanding. It's the little things that make a difference with your employees so that they feel valued and they want to come back and they want to continue to work with you. Communication is another key to your business and your employees' success. Being open and honest about things such as finances, peaks and troughs in the industry keep them informed with the industry movements both the good and the bad keep them involved and interested and of course this doesn't work in every circumstance and sometimes things need to happen behind the scenes that we don't share with our staff serious matters that come and go and may make them feel threatened or insecure. And the last thing that you want is to have your employees jumping ship when times are tough. You know that it's only temporary. You know it's not going to last, but they may not see that message. So we can't be the storm cloud of negativity. We've got to remain positive for our team and Let them understand that some things come and go. But if you know that it's quite serious and it can come across to them in a negative way, don't share that information. Hold that back from them. But certainly be open and honest. If things do come about that you do share with them, show them that there's a plan. Show them that you're making headway and, you know, making sure that they do feel secure in the business and their livelihood. Rallying together and getting their input can also help during hard times. Don't miss those opportunities that your employees might have an idea or a strategy. Let them have a voice, have a meeting, let them bring their ideas to the table. You'll be amazed at what some of your employees can actually do and help and assist in tough times in business. By including them in your business gives them the higher purpose. They get that feeling of inclusion and that sense of ownership and that they want to help and they want to help the business help you and the business. Depending on the business and the team, celebrating together can form stronger relationships. Little things like a morning tea or something for someone's birthday, the occasional lunch outing or going out for dinner and not to mention the end-of-year Christmas party. This is pretty well a must. The end-of-year celebration before taking leave is a great one. It's recognition of the year's achievements. But also getting together to set new goals and targets and regularly catching up in team meetings is another important aspect of being the leader. Some businesses do this weekly fortnightly you can stretch it out to monthly some will do it per quarter having a team meeting and showing the team what's going on and that they're included and their voice matters but also this is depending on the size of the business the industry that you're in and what's actually going on behind the scenes don't hold a meeting just for the sake of holding a meeting at the start of the week have a chat with your team get together get everybody pumped up and fired up and on the same page be honest, be open, be realistic, set some goals, some targets for that week and forget the hierarchy. Ensure above all else you have a united team. Yes, you're the boss. They won't forget this. But if you have good working relationships with your team, the hierarchy becomes a holocracy, with all team members side by side to reach those common goals together. Now, I'm not saying throw out the org chart. These documents need to exist. Sometimes, depending on the size of the organisation, it's a really good document to have. But it probably belongs in the archive files. It's not read out loud. It's not referred to. It's not shoved in people's faces. It sits in the background. It's part of the business and the plans that really don't need to always be present. So with all of that said, who gets the blame when things go wrong? Well, that's part of the point. It's not about pointing the finger. With United Teams, employees, more like family, it's, it's about everyone admitting that there's shortcomings, everyone working together for the solutions and finding, you know, how do we fix this? How do we work together? What happened? Where did it go wrong? And now how do we fix it together? And having each other's back, you know, working as part of a team is so important to be ensuring that you're part of the team. As the leader, you are still one of the team members. Sometimes when we hire staff, we need to think about how they're going to fit in with that team culture and how they're going to fit in with us as a leader. But also considering that, you know, you might have particular members of your team and how they're going to engage with another team member All of this needs to be considered around your team, but at the same time, remembering that you're the leader and also part of the team. So you need to remember as the leader, even if it's just of one other person, every move, every reaction, every decision that you make impacts that relationship and you've got the power to make it a great one. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I look forward to chatting to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I'd also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.